the first thing I asked my beloved Ustad, how was his uh, uh, suffer in Durban in Ustad Sismolana? It was Alhamdulillah. Let's cross over to my beloved Ustad. Ustad, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Riyaz Hussain. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma bad. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri. وَحْلُلُ قُدَتَمْ مِلْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما ألمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today we focus on Surah Swafat with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. This is just after Surah Yasin, chapter number 37, revealed in Makkah Mukarramah and comprises 182 verses. It is called Surah As-Safat because Almighty Allah is praising the angels with Swafat Iswafa. How they stand in their rows and they all are standing according to their chronological table, according to their rank and status, according to how Almighty Allah has commanded them. And thereafter Almighty Allah speaks about the stars and the beauty of the stars. Allah Ta'ala has beautified the night, the skyline, and with the beauty of the stars. And the stars are there so that they protect. You must remember that the wahi and revelation from the shaitan. The shayateen want to come there and steal the information which Almighty Allah is giving the malaika and the angels. Some of them steal some information. And then the burning fire, the shooting star, if you want to call it, comes after it. So all this is enshrined clearly in the noble Quran. Thereafter, all Allah Jalla Allah speaks about many incidents. We see that all Allah speaks about Nuh alayhi salatu salam and how Almighty Allah drowned his enemies and thereafter Almighty Allah speaks of Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salam how he told his people Fanadara nadratan fin nujum he looked towards the stars and he told them Inni saqeem I'm sick they took the meaning that he is physically sick, but he meant he is spiritually sick with their kufr and shirk, with their blasphemy and polytheism. And then he smashed their idols to pieces. And then the enemy said that, yes, we heard that he is a youngster, and his name is Ibrahim. We need to deal with him. 
فَأَرَادُوا بِهِ كَيْدًا فَجَعَلْنَاهُمُ الْأَسْفَلِينَ They wanted to decimate and destroy خَلِيلُ اللَّهِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ But all met Allah humiliated them. Then Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, made special dua to all Mighty Allah, crying, begging all Mighty Allah. Surah 37, verse 100. Every one of us who wants pious children, Rabbi Habli min as-salihin. Surah 37, Surah Safat, verse 100. O oh Allah, grant me pious children. Lo and behold, he recited the dua, and all Mighty Allah gave him glad tidings. For we give you the glad tidings of a young person and a young lad will be there will be Ismail alayhi salatu salam he'll be very very patient and now Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam in his old age is blessed with his only son at that time and that is Nabi Ismail alayhi salam his mother is Sayyida Hajra radiallahu ta'ala anha Subsequently, after many years, Sayyida Sarah radiallahu anha gave birth to Nabi Ishaq alayhi salatu salam. Anbiya alayhi salatu salam's dream is wahi. So Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam sees in a dream, I am slaughtering you, my son. What do you say? This was a test. The father, son told the father, Nabi Ismail alayhi salam, Ya abatif alma to umar, you do what you are commanded to do, and I will be from the sabirin, those who are patient and endure, a test for the father, a test for the son, a test for the mother. All of them passed the test with flying colors, and all met Allah sent the ram, and that was a substitute for Nabi Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. All met Allah speaks of Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun alayhi salatu wasalam. So it shows various anbiya Allah spoke about. And then Nabi Yunus alayhi salam, he was sent to people in Ninwah, and that is in Iraq. And they were the people who were more than hundred thousand. Wa arsalnahu ila miyati alfin o yazidun. But Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam invited them and 99%, 90% did not accept. And then he left them and did not wait for the command of Almighty Allah. The fish swallowed him and he read in the belly of the fish, La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-zalimin. So thereafter Almighty Allah rescued him and we should also read it. Almighty Allah states that when we follow the messengers, then innahum lamul mansurun, then the help of Almighty Allah will come to those people. Wa inna jundana lahumul ghalibun, and our armies will always be the one that are victorious. The army of true Muslims, the army of malaika and fey angels, the army of the locusts, the army of different, different creation. No one knows the armies of Allah except Him, all In the ending of Surah Safat, for me personally, it has great, great significance. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yasifun, Wa Salamun Al Mursaleen, Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. That this is the dua we read in the ending of our dua, in the ending of the khutbah and so forth. Duas are accepted. It was 1997. My mother was in hospital in ICU for seven weeks. 
And I read Surah Yasin, and I read the Surah Safat, and I reached the age, and she just passed away. Allah Jalla Wala grant our parents, our brothers, our siblings, children, spouses, whoever passed away, the highest stages, and grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Two minutes to five o'clock, uh, you are listening to a Safina to Ilal Jannah. We start this morning all the way from California, and this is Brother Idris. He says, Mufti Sabah, Salamu Alaikum, and he says, an atheist is saying, if Allah were a thing, then he would be created or there would be two of him. So the question is, is Allah a thing based on the verse interpretation of the meaning and of everything we have created pairs? Ustad? Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has revealed the noble Quran and the Quran Kareem comprises 114 chapters in what we call surahs, 6,236 verses. So my brother from California, you cannot just take one, two verses selectively and then reach a conclusion that is being very, very short-sighted and unfair. When you want to study Islam, my brother, then you have to study Islam holistically. So yes, Almighty Allah created things, O Jane, that in pairs, but it does not mean that there are two gods, that there are two supreme beings. You should be reading, my brother, chapter number 112, and I'll read it for you, the entire chapter 112. Qul, say, O Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the messenger of Islam, huwallahu ahad, he all, mighty Allah, jalla wala, is one and singular and alone. And Allah, samad, all, mighty Allah, is totally independent. He does not need anybody, anything, any creation, any time, any place. Lam yalid wa lam yulad. He's not the father of anyone. He's not the child of anyone. Walam yakullahu kufu wan ahad. There's none equal to Almighty Allah in any aspect, in any respect. My brother from California, remember that you need to ask yourself one simple question. That in California, every day the sun is rising, the sun is setting. On the 14th night of the moon, you see the moon shining in its glory and beauty. Everything is happening with precision and accuracy. So who is doing that? Is it American government? Is it an organization? Is it some people? People cannot even control their sleep. People cannot even control. You must remember they are yawning. So simple, simple examples you can take. So there's only one supreme being and he is God, capital G. He is Allah, the one and only. So that is what we stand for. That is what we believe without fear of contradiction. And that is our conviction. And we have that as our foundation, my brother. You should just be one who is wondering, pondering, reflecting, and you will see the signs of Almighty Allah. And that will lead you to the definite belief and conviction there is only one supreme being and he is almighty Allah. Hmm. Subhanallah. Ustada, uh, should I ask a question again? This is from brother Jason. He says, what is the truth? Who created us? Is there a God? I'm just curious. Who is our true God? Ustad? 
Remember that we say from time immemorial that whether you take from Adam, peace be upon him, Adam alayhi salam, or you take from Noah or Abraham, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, Nabi Noah alayhi salam, right up till the last final messenger, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu sallam, the prophet of Islam, the messenger of Islam, and the messenger for the entire human race and creation and jinn, the invisible creation of Almighty Allah, remember there's only one supreme being and that is Allah. Simple, ask yourself the questions I mentioned now, that who is creating, who created the sun, the sunrise, sunset with absolute precision, Thousands of years, millions of years have passed on. Not one day it happened that the sun did not rise, the sun did not set. On the 14th night of the lunar calendar, you will find the moon shining in its beauty and glory. So either you say it is a coincidence, or either you say there is some creation doing it, or either you say it is just happening. So all these theories are for uh, a myth. It cannot happen because you can't say it's a coincidence. You can't say it's accidental. You can't say some creation, some government is running it. So you will have to come to the logical conclusion that there is one super being, supreme being, and that is all Allah Jalla Wala. Allahu Akbar. Usad, we go to Egypt. I worked in, an, in one of the Gulf countries as a legal consultant, Mufti Sab, and I used to receive fees for my work, but the problem is that some of my wealth is of dubious provenance because it came from my clients unlawfully and got mixed with my lawful wealth. I do not know how much this money is, Mufti Sab, because it is mixed with my own wealth and I cannot return it to its owners because I have now left that country and I'm living in Egypt, Ustad. Barakallahu feekum, my brother from Egypt, mashallah. What you should do is practice on the hadith of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam, wherein the master alayhi sallam told Wabisa, radiallahu an, mentioned in Mustad Ahmad, istafti nafsak. Istafti nafsak, ask your own conscience, my brother. So you worked in ABC country and now you made 10,000, 100,000, 1 million dollars. But there was a certain percentage, you know it is contaminating your risk and your sustenance. So that 5%, 10%, 15%, take the maximum amount and give that out in charity to the poor people there in Egypt. So you got millions of poor Muslims there. So give it out to them as sadaqah, wajibut tasadduq as we call in Arabic. And in that way there, the wealth that is left, that will be halal and tayyibah. Only one word of advice I'll give you, my brother. Don't take the smallest percentage. Take the greatest percentage and give that out so that you know your residue and remainder will be halal and tayyibah, 100% lawful and pure and wholesome. And once you do that for the love of Almighty Allah, Almighty Allah will give you much more because you are doing this solely, only for the pleasure of Allah. وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Almighty Allah will give you and grant you a better replacement. Muftisab, I stand for correction. Is this a dream come true that you will be coming to Uppington this week? Inshallah. <laughs> and contact me. I'm there in Uppington on Thursday. One o'clock, pick me up at the airport. Inshallah, quarter to one, one o'clock. So, and make the program Thursday night. And inshallah, contact me. Send me a WhatsApp 071 
888-1184-071-888-1184. Uppington, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, inshallah, we'll be there. So I don't even know who's going to fetch me, but anyway, make sure you're there at the airport, brother. Ameen, 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 Thuma Ameen, inshallah. Uh, Ustad, somebody's asking here, can he take the possessions of the renter whom he evicted from the house in return for the rent that was not paid? Remember, if you have a tenant and that tenant for three months, six months, one year did not pay your rental and is making every month excuses, next month we will see there's so many things he's doing. Quran Kareem states, That whoever makes zulam upon you, they go beyond the limits and they don't want to pay their dues, which are compulsory upon them, for example, rental. Then you, the landlord, whatever you get of theirs, you can take it. So, for example, if you find something of theirs or you have something of theirs, they pay their deposit or something else. So all that you can take, he owes you 100,000. So you take 100,000 of his things. So that will be considered totally permissible in Islam. And Islam does not stand for revenge, but Islam always stands for justice. Always remember that. And this is enshrined in the Noble Quran, Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 194 chapter 2 verse 194 so you the landlord you got the deposit you got some merchandise you got some assets of his your tenant so you can take all that and you tell him this i'm taking in lieu of your outstanding rental and so forth so all that would be permissible even if you evicted him and remember that is no more staying there but he did not pay for the past two months, three months, six months. So you could you recover that with the money you have or deposit you have. So all that would be permissible. Uh, Ustad, a small request from little Taliba. They will be writing exams this weekend for the first term. Please, Mufti Sab, make dua for me. I come out first. Allah, you must come out first in this world and the year after Taliba and say, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasanata wa qina adhabannar. When you go for your examination, Taliba, in Wellington, New Zealand, then say, Ya Wahabu, Ya Wahabu, Ya Allah, you are the best one to give, so give me the Mumtaz results. Mm. Mumtaz, you pass Kamlo Day, you pass with distinction. Subhanallah. Ustad, we go to Brother Washington, D.C. Michael, he says, Hi, Mufti. I uh, just would like to know what will the next life be like? This is from Michael Washington DC Ustad. The next life will be, you see, Brother Michael, when your mother conceived you, my mother conceived me, so we were in one realm, and mm. we stayed in that realm for seven months, eight months, nine months. Then our honorable, beloved mother gave birth to us. So we are now 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. Thereafter, then death comes. So we go to a new place now. Death is not annihilation. Death is a transfer from one realm to another. 
If you come here to South Africa, Brother Mikhail, Michael from Washington, D.C., then you will find we have the Atlantic Ocean and the Indian Ocean and the beautiful Cape Town, the mother city. So we call it the mother city here in Cape Town, here in South Africa. And it has been a huma You find a partition. You find a barrier between the two. The color of the oceans is different. They are meeting. The temperature is different. The taste is different. Subhanallah. So subhanallah means we praise all Allah. So that is barzakh. Barzakh the one. But when you ask the people who are the masters of the ocean and so forth, they will tell you there is no partition and so forth. I went there and there was a professor there explaining and I asked him the question personally. Nevertheless, so my brother... Michael, when we die, any person, Quran states, The same word is used. So when a person dies, so he goes into custody. And from the time of his or her death, they remain in that custody, whether it's in the grave or if the person drowned or whether the person was cremated. In Islam, remember that it's haram, unlawful, not permissible to be cremated. But whatever the circumstances are, so that becomes his barzakh, his custody, till the day of justice. And then the day of justice, doomsday, that is the day of the court case. And then if a person has iman, and Islam, he enters paradise and Jannah, and whatever he desires, because now he is the guest of all Allah, Allah will grant him, and remember that there, there is no delay oh Michael, because the computer was freezing, and there was no problem because of load shedding nothing, whatever you desire you will get, and if people die and they are sane and mature, without Iman and Islam, on any other Islam then the justice system of all Allah is such then that person goes to the hellfire so that is and perpetually event and always so we must remember brother Michael so these are the stages still we have to go through that is death and then post death and to custody and after that the court case the divine court case and then the ultimate abode and that is either paradise or hellfire may all Allah makers of those brother Michael who are true Muslims and we enter paradise with the grace and mercy of all mighty Allah Ameen 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 who said we go to Dubai uh, sister anonymous sister Hafiza she says the Muslim is required to keep away from haram things because he will find them in paradise is it true that everything that is haram and desires that are forbidden in this world will be permissible in the year after Ustad? Almighty Allah states, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ That whatever your heart's desire, whatever you request, Allah will give it to you. But we must not say everything that is haram in this world, Allah will give it to us in the year after. Nay, so you must remember murder is haram. So it don't mean that you desire to murder people in Jannah. So these type of napak, impure thoughts will not even enter our mind alcohol that makes people drunk and intoxicates them nay you won't desire you will desire 
شَرَابًا طَهُورًا وَأَنْهَارٌ مِّنْ خَمْرِ اللَّذَّةِ الْشَارِبِينَ You will get the alcohol, but it will not intoxicate you. It will be palatable to you, and the enjoyment is such beyond description. So that is what is meant. Not that every haram thing, so people say they want to do, does do that. So nay, it means everything which Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, gives us will be pure because we are in Dar as Salaam, a mm. home of purity, a home of peace and tranquility. Hussad, I am from a religiously committed Muslim family. I have an uncle, my mother's brother, who migrated to France to study at the age of 20 years. He settled there and is still living there. And he refused to come back to our country. He has been living there for 35 years and unfortunately moved this up. He has deviated from the religion of Islam. He stopped praying and fasting and he does not even believe me the religion of Islam. This is from uh, England, Ustad. This is what happens when people go at a tender age, young age, 20 years old, bursting with energy. So now they want to follow democracy. They want to follow the majority. And then they assimilate, integrate with the broader, greater society. And then they leave everything. And they even leave Islam, become murtad, Allah forbid, and they exit from Islam. So what you need to do is tell him that there is a sheikh he speaks very good English. He studied with us. His name is Sheikh Ayoub. He is there in Paris. He is from France himself. So he needs to contact him. And inshallah, if he's sincere, then he re-enters the fall of Islam. And inshallah, all might Allah guide him, guide all of us as well. So tell him, Sheikh Ayoub in France, very well-known personality. And in that way, you can contact him, inshallah. One more question, Mona. Ustaz, one more question. We go to Brother Rais. Ustaz, I am a vast student i want to know that how can a student keep away from other students who are a bad influence remember that in islam we have the quran sharif we have the sunnah mubaraka we have the sahaba radiallahu anhum all as our role model meaning that the quran sharif teaches us people take certain people as their friends then on the day of justice they will say, Ya Laytani Lam Attachid Fulana How I wish I did not take so and so person, such and such person to be my friend. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Hadith in Mishkar Sharif Al Maru Aladini Khalilihi The person will follow the habits and the religion of his friend. Because you want to impress him, you want to keep him happy and so forth. So remember, they go on the wrong path most of the time. So therefore, my brother, what you need to do, concentrate on your studies, stay away from all the bad elements, let them call you whatever they want to, and every day read Quran Sharif, make ta'aleem in your house, take Riyadu Salihin, Fazail works of Hazrat Shaykh Mona Zakaria, and in that way cry to Allah, beg Allah, then you will become successful, inshallah. May all Mati Allah protect us from all types of fitna. Barakallahu feek. Today, inshallah, five past one to half past one tafsir. Half past one to two will be tafsir from the archives. And inshallah, Q&A with Mauna Arafat Adya tonight, eight o'clock to ten o'clock on Radio Al-Ansar, Sirius FM, and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal-Jama'ah. Ustaz, jazakumullahu khayran, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.